Hi everyone, I'm Elise Marsh and I'm your host here on the Perfectly Wonderfully Made podcast. I believe the journey to becoming a parent allows each of us a glimpse into the heart of a creator who so desperately wants you to know just how chosen, designed, called, and beautiful you are. He sees you perfectly, wonderfully made. Hi, my friends. So glad to be back with y'all this week. Last week was full for me. I was texting with one of my best friends just a few days ago, catching her up on how the week was going and how things had been. And she goes, wow, you had a real ringer of a week. I go, yeah, I think ringer is about my middle name these days. Last Wednesday, Jeff and I celebrated our anniversary and I was so excited to go out for some time with my hubby, like adult time, eating dinner slowly, taking her time and just being. It was lovely, you guys. I also happened to have a doula client who was due about the same day. She was getting close to being in labor and I knew it and she knew it too. So I told her to text me if anything crazy started to go down and I'd come home for my date if she needed me. Well, something crazy happens to these pregnant ladies when I tell them I'm going to be gone or at a doctor's appointment or unavailable for a couple hours for whatever reason. They don't go into labor. They get anxious. Whether they know it consciously or unconsciously, their bodies know it and they don't relax enough to just let go and go into labor. I mean, it definitely works in my favor. Sometimes I'm like, uh, should I tell her I need to drop my child off at preschool right now? <laughs> or not. Um, so the next morning I got a call from my client's husband that his wife was in labor. Thankfully, she lived super, super close to me, and I was over there in about 20 minutes after he had called. She had a super quick, quick labor, and I realized, okay, I'm going to be catching this baby before her midwife arrives. So about 45 minutes after I got there, baby was in her arms, and her midwife arrived just a few minutes after the baby was born. So planned home birth for the win, you guys. So that ups my tally to two accidental baby catches or babies I caught that I certainly wasn't planning to. So it was a wild, a wild birth, super fun, so exciting. I had a staff meeting that day that I was trying to hustle to, a trip to Portland. My son had an asthma attack, which just got a little hairy and a whole lot of laundry later. Here I am with you all. It was a full week. It was full of life and people I love and a lot of snacks and a long car ride and a whole lot of babies that are the cutest things ever. Just the way it should be. If you've been listening, you know that I've created an online childbirth course just for you. If you're an experienced mama listening, you know that birth is important. You already know that. You don't need me to tell you. You know what a special time it is. And you guys, I promise you will never regret your investment into your childbirth education. You will remember if you had a voice or felt heard or respected more than any other detail of your birth experience. I want to prepare you to feel respected and supported throughout your birth. I was leading a birth center tour at the hospital I work at last night. And I asked some of the parents on the tour if any of them were planning on taking a childbirth class. And one mom said to me, no, we're just going to wing it. 
And I'm thinking in my head, oh boy, my instant reaction was, well, that's a bad idea. But, you know, I restrained in my face slightly and I just gently encouraged her to look into taking a childbirth class. But I don't think after that she was too fond of me. But if you've been the person who tried winging it or the wing it method of childbirth, you know exactly what that mama was thinking. So many moms out there go with the wing it method, which by no fault of your own, I'm sure you know plenty of friends who went with the wing it method, but I can guarantee you that the wing it method does not produce positive results. Will your baby come out? Yes, of course. The baby will always come out of you, but I'm here to tell you that the way your baby comes out of you and into this world definitely matters. The way you feel about how your baby comes to you in your arms matters. So head on over to yourbestbirthcourse.com and enter the promo code podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at checkout for $50 off of the cost of the course. I can't wait for you guys to get through this information. If you have questions about the course, concerns, you want to know more about it, please don't hesitate to message me. I'd love to chat with you. Email me, elise at elisemarsh.com. My friend, I know getting time alone, quiet time, time to sit, sometimes is so hard. Whether you are a mama to littles or a college student or a full-time working single adult, I was reminded by a sweet college student who texted me this weekend and told me, don't forget, your show ministers to me just as much as the moms who listen. All that to say, regardless of your season of life, getting quiet time away can be challenging uh, for whatever reason in totally different seasons. But my friend, five minutes, start there. Five minutes in the word, and I'm telling you, God will use it. His word is alive and active and God breathed. Let him breathe on you, my friend, even for just five minutes today. And if you have to hide in your pantry from your kiddos or in the bathroom for five minutes and read the word of God, do it. God will bless you with a gift of multiplication. He will take your five minutes and make it feel like an hour. I believe that and I speak that over you. I promise he's done that for me time and time again. In one of my quiet moments this week, I was reading in Joel 2 and the Lord is just calling to his people to repent in this chapter. His cherished people whom he so desperately loves have turned away from him. Well, they've done more than turn away. Actually, they have sinned and denied God. They've thrown away his perfect love for them and rebelled in every way you can imagine. And yet you guys, he calls to them. He beckons to them. You know, he says to his people who have fallen so short, he says, turn to me now while there is still time. Give me your heart. Come with fasting, weeping and mourning. Don't tear your clothes in grief, but tear your hearts instead. Return to the Lord your God, for he is merciful and compassionate, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. He is eager to relent and not to punish. I don't know if you're feeling close to the Lord or far away from him today, whether you feel ashamed of your past or grateful for his unending love. I'm here to tell you, my friend, good listener, that nothing you could ever, 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 ever do would separate you from my God. No sin, no mistake, 
Nothing would ever change the way the Lord feels about you. Even when you don't think you need him, he desires you. He says, come, give me your heart. You are forgiven. Jesus died for us and sent shame to the foot of the cross. So my friend, trade your shame for grace. Run to a God who will never turn away from you. You are so loved today, more than you will ever, ever know. Today on the show, I chat with my friend Gina Dizon. She is a wife and a mama to four awesome, cute, wonderful, well-behaved, beautiful children. She is a real estate agent, an incredible designer. You guys, she's like the next Chip and Joanna Gaines. Like, I mean, Joanna Gaines. I guess she can't be Chip as well, but she is so amazing. Her home is gorgeous. She designs beautiful, beautiful homes. On top of that, she also volunteers as a paraeducator at her school. And I'm telling you, this woman is so gracious. You walk into her home and she is just the hostess with the mostest, you guys. She has the gift of hospitality. And I just love her for that. You're going to adore her. She chats about her birth stories, about that season of motherhood when you're raising littles and how you transition out of that and all that the Lord has for you. Um, It's so good. You're going to love our conversation. I'm so excited for you to get to know my friend Gina. Here we go. Okay, Gina, thanks for coming on the show. I'm super excited to chat with you. I am too. This will be fun. I don't think we've ever got to like sit down by ourselves. Well, you know, like uninterrupted. Exactly. This will be fun. Yes, I'm excited. Uh, Okay, so tell our listeners, who are you? What does your life look like right now? All that good stuff about Gina Dizon. (laughs) Okay, um, I am married uh, to Eddie Dizon. Um, we have four kids, uh, Judea, Ellie, Bren, and Riley, and Judea will be 15 this Saturday. Which is so um, crazy. So crazy. I know. I was just talking to someone the other day, and they're like, what? And I'm like, I know, 15 sounds so old. I know. Okay, so is he going to get, like, his driver's permit soon? or how? Yes. So he is getting his permit. He actually starts driver's ed um, in, like, two weeks. Oh, wow. And he gets his permit I think like in a week because you couldn't even start driving and practicing before you even like started so yeah once he gets his permit yeah yes oh my gosh okay so do you feel like you're gonna be like really really involved in like teaching him how to drive or do you think it'll be Eddie oh yeah no I I feel like I'm really hands-on where I want to know everything like yeah. with the kids yeah um and so I think well it'll be both of us I think Eddie will be probably more patient with him and yeah. I probably will be a little more jumpy. Like <laughs> he already says it. He's like, mom, he's like, you can't scream when you think I'm not going to break when I really am. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to try not to. So, so no, I, I will, I'll be with him. And like, cause I want to, he needs my approval before he, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's driving around by himself. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so you have Judea's 15. Um, yep, I have Judea's 15. Ellie is uh, 13. Um, Bryn is 10. So you have to like think about this. I know. <laughs> um, and then Riley is 9. Yeah, so crazy. Yeah. They're yeah. so beautiful. They're just beautiful um, kids and so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Um, no, so then we're busy with activities. Um, 
so much different from when they were toddlers. Uh, we have sports, they have piano, we have, um, and then also I am subbing part-time at this school and I'm also doing real estate and I also help design with Eddie with the business. Yeah. Gina's like incredible and you make it look like so oh easy. My oh, it's not. I'm still juggling. I'm still learning how to, um, I think that's the biggest, I mean, one of the challenges I think right now is just, cause I still very, am very wanting to be present with my kids. I still want to bring them to school, pick them up. And so it's having to um, be task oriented and organized within the time allotted to me and staying on task. Yeah, it's like a lot. <laughs> Jeff's yeah. always talking to me about time management. He's like, time management when I get overwhelmed. I'm like, I can't do it. I don't have time for all of this. And he's like, you can do it. Just prioritize. Right. It is true. It's, it's true. It's hard though. <laughs> It's, it is. It's hard. Okay. So do all of your kids play piano or just, um, they did okay. all. So they have, um, Judea did it for like five years and then he stopped, um, cause he wanted to kind of get into drums and some other things. Um, all the girls are currently in it right now. Um, but then now Judea is kind of, um, coming back to it on his own more of the of the keyboard though so he's super into like the keyboard which i'm really i'm really excited because it's like all this piano lessons paid off yeah <laughs> that's so cool so was that something like they were interested in as kids or was it something you were like no you're gonna play piano i i yeah it was pretty much that because i so i took piano lessons when i was a kid um i did not want to do it either my dad forced me and my sister to do it um I wish I didn't, I, I did it for about probably five or six years and I quit. Um, cause it gets to a point where I think what, what Judeo was going through is like, I didn't want to do all the classical music anymore. Right. I wanted to do like fun songs, mm -hmm. you know, like Disney or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And that's not what our teacher was wanting. And anyway, we ended up just quitting. So I was like, I just knew when my kids are a certain age, I wanted them to, to play. Um, it's just useful. I feel like someone always needs a piano player or, you know, just music for kids in general. I feel like it's really good just for learning. Yeah. Um, and creativity. And I think yeah, stress relief. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So the girls like it. They like it. Um, so now that they're like in it and um, learning like more harder songs and stuff. Yeah, so that's super fun. Okay. So tell us, how did you meet Eddie? Like share your whole like falling in love story. Oh, okay. Uh, falling in love story. So Eddie and I met at church. Okay. Um, I grew up and, um, in the, the home church I went to my whole life. Um, he came at about eight when I was 18 and he, um, was new to the church. Like he grew up Catholic and, um, some friends basically invited him to church and he came and it was, we kind of just, it wasn't like a hit it off wasn't like that at all. That wasn't our like love story. Um, he kind of asked me like, you know, what was it? my name was, how old was I? He asked me for my phone number. And it's like getting all your kinda, information. <laughs> yeah. He got, he got all my info, asked people about me. I tried to get all the scoop. Um, but then I left for college for a year and while he was still going. And so he, um, just grew in his faith and, um, just got super plugged into church and like just dove in. And so when I came back, um, 
he was completely just, I could sense different and just his love for Jesus. And that summer I, we just like started hanging out with just friends, groups of friends. And like, we, it's like, it's kind of like we all paired up. Yeah. <laughs> like our friend group all paired up and all got married. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. But it just kind of, you know, I, I just felt, I don't know. I, I remember saying, I can't like this guy. I can't like this guy. And I'm like, why am I liking him? And it just was meant to be. And, um, yeah, we, we just started dating and married about a year and a half after. That's awesome. That. So how old were you guys when you got married? So I was 21 and he was 22, almost 23. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So we were young, um, but we both knew what we wanted in life and to, you know, start our own legacy and everything. Yeah. So. The D's on legacy. I, the D's on legacy. That's right. <laughs> that's awesome. Cool. That's so cool. Okay. So at what point um, were you guys like thinking about having kids? Was that always something you wanted to do? I mean, I look at Eddie now and I'm like, he's just the most amazing dad. So yeah. I can imagine yeah. you guys always kind of wanted to have kids. Yes, we always did. So he, we both have younger siblings, um, quite a bit younger siblings. And so he, he's always loved kids. Um, so from like the day we like just, you know, from dating, we would talk about like our fa- like what would we want, how many kids. And we were both very um, similar in what we wanted and knew we didn't want to wait super long to start a family. Um, so yeah, we, we both love kids. <laughs> That's awesome. You guys are so cool. Hence why we have four kids. Yes. We just keep going. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, we stopped. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're done now. Okay. Yeah, we're done. So cool. Okay. So tell me, what was your pregnancy with Judea like? Okay. So Judea was super, I mean, easy pregnancy. I, I feel like through the whole nine months, it was really good. I did get... um uh, nauseated with him. I got a little bit of sick, um, had that morning sickness for the first three months, first trimester, like most, most moms. Um, but it went away and then I actually delivered him two weeks earlier than my due date. Oh, wow. Um, Lucky I was, you. I know it was, well, kind of, kind if of. I knew. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I was pretty small with him, um, like measuring wise. And so my doctor was saying, oh, you know, you're probably going to have a, you know, six, seven pound baby, uh-huh. you know, and I'm like, oh, okay. And, um, and my, you know, I wasn't huge as a child. Like I asked my mom all what my siblings were and nobody was, um, well, actually my brother was really big, but, um, but me and my sister were small for being girls. Um, and so I, uh, I was actually supposed to go to work my last day, which was a month and I I didn't make it my last day <laughs> I woke I woke up it was like late it was early early Monday morning like 2 3 a.m and I just started getting you know the the contractions and everything and so we went in and they were like you are you're about to deliver you know you're in the process of labor and all that and so it took about 13 hours yeah which is still um, not bad for first time mom bad, right for your first and so he, but he was, he ended up being eight fourteen, Um, so he was almost nine, which was way bigger than you thought. I thought the doctor thought, and I was two weeks early. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone's like, did they get your due date wrong? Yeah. Um, and so anyway, um, 
but you know, pregnancy and labor, it was, it was easy. I mean, not, I, I'm not going to say easy. It was uncomplicated. It was yes. Thank you. Yes. Good word. It was uncomplicated. Yeah. Smooth <laughs> as it smooth. should be. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Okay. So what was that kind of transition like for you and Eddie, like new baby at home, figuring I, life out? I would say it was our hardest yeah. transition with all the kids. I think being my first, I remember, um, he, he cried a lot. Um, um, then I, I know now why he was crying. Um, I, so it was nursing, like he wasn't nursing correctly. And I found out about six weeks later that he wasn't gaining weight. Oh, So it was about a month and a half later. And you know, me thinking, oh, he's just super colicky or he's just so unhappy. And I remember Eddie would go to work and I would cry Aww. and be like, don't leave, don't yeah. leave. I don't, I'm going to be home with a crying baby all day. But so he wasn't getting enough yeah, milk. to eat. Yeah. And so I went through this whole process of, you know, with the lactation ladies and trying all these different things. And so it, it was, it was, it was a struggle the first like two months, I would say. Yeah. And then it got and not. I remember just not being able. We were so used to doing everything together, right. like Eddie and I, that I would be, you know, in the house while he was outside, you know, working in the yard or just different things like that. It was it was a hard transition. Um, so did you feel like a, more alone than you had been? Um, not necessarily alone. I just in the fact of um, I didn't have people necessarily. It was just. I, my, my job was to take care of yeah, the baby yeah. kind of thing. And it wasn't like I could just go out and like, go, go like, oh, let's get up and go out to eat or let's go out and do, right. you know, it was, you know, long days. And I think him being so unhappy didn't help. Um, so yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a tough transition. Just that whole, like, oh, I'm responsible to someone else. Right. Right. Exactly. And then the guilt of a mom not providing enough and, yeah. you know, not knowing even that was, that was huge. So it was, I knew what to look out for with the other kids, um, which helped, but he, he was a guinea pig. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> those first ones, you kind of figure it out. Okay. So what was like your second birth? Like, you know, you're, you're an experienced mama. Yes. I'm experienced mom. Um, also smooth pregnancy, not, not a lot of um, complications or anything. Um, Ellie was also early. She was probably, I think like five days early. Um, we were walking around actually at a garage sale. So we just actually, we just moved into our house. Um, we moved from the house that I had today in and that weekend we just moved in and, I remember thinking, oh, she's about to be born. And we, we accomplished that goal of at least moving in before she was born. Right. We decided to go look at garage sales. So we were walking around looking at garage sales. And like all of a sudden, I started feeling contractions. But they were enough to where I could um, – they weren't like coming on hard, as hard as they did with Judea. Okay. Um, so I was like, I can. I think I can hold it out. So let's just keep walking around. Yeah. Like, in the I got this. So we, yeah. So we did that all day. And then finally I was like, all right. I think, I think, you know, I, I think we should go in. So we went in and I was pretty relaxed, um, which the, uh, the, the nurses that charged me in, um, 
were like, you know, I'm pretty sure you're not quite dilated enough because of just your mannerisms and how you're acting. You're probably not. And I'm like, please don't don't say that. Yeah, don't say that. And so they checked me and I was a five already. That's awesome. I know. So it was Ellie's pregnancy. It was literally four hours later. I had her. That's awesome. Like it was just, you know, very smooth, very um, relaxed. Um, I felt I was, you know, I felt controlled with her. Um, Like it wasn't, um, you know, she was, and and that's how she's just always been. (laughs) She's our super, um, yeah, uh, easygoing. Yeah. Isn't it crazy how like I definitely always felt like you could get a sense of like your kid's personality, even just in pregnancy and carrying them like just their demeanor and their mannerisms and how it all goes. I'm like, oh, it's so crazy. Like how it's the same. I know. I agree. It's amazing how they're wired and and how just God made them that way. Um, Yeah, she slept like never cried, barely. I mean, she would sleep all day long and all night. I mean, I felt like that. And so it made having a newborn like that much easier. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh, totally. Lots of more time to like be able to take a shower, being able to like feed my other toddler, you know, just. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. So she was a much easier baby. So we were like, oh yeah, we got this. We could totally go for a third one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) So Eddie and I, when we started dating, we knew we both wanted three kids. Okay. Like we knew like that was kind of the number that we wanted. And so of course you never know. You go as you you have your first and second and stuff. And so her definitely being that easy was like, oh yeah, like we're definitely having a third. Um, so uh, with Bryn, she was um, about seven hours of labor, um, also a couple days early. Um, uh, I think it was only like maybe two or three days early. Um, she was, it was all, hers was, hers was a little different. So I went in and she was my baby that they told me to keep walking. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just walk it out, uh, mama. Yep. Yep. They checked me in, but they said, she's not quite ready or not quite dilating. Walk around for an hour and come back. So in the hospital. So they didn't have me leave, but I had to walk around. I would come back. Then they would tell me to go walk around again, come back. And like, it was kind of probably three or four times of this. Oh, wow. And, And it was, it was pretty, they're pretty hard contractions. So I would be, you know, Hold on, Eddie. Like saying, "Oh, this is my. I'm never doing this again." <laughs> <laughs> um, and so she finally came, but she started turning to her side when, um, during like as I was pushing and during labor, and so because of that, I had to be on my side um, to push, and she came out normal and, uh, and how she should, but because of me being on my side, I ended up, uh, injuring my neck. Oh, wow. And like, yeah, my neck really, really bad. Um, where I couldn't even, um, like look, I couldn't look down, um, as like I was holding her and nursing her. I, I couldn't even look down. So I had to like keep my head up for about like a week and a half. Wow. <laughs> so you had like a major muscle strain in your neck major muscle strain, major. And so that was, that was, that was kind of hard to come home and have to do with two other kids and, and stuff. 
Yeah. Was the transition from two to three, did you feel like it was easier than one to two or harder? Um, no, I felt like two to three was harder from harder than one to two. Yeah. And it's probably because the whole outnumbered thing um, that a lot of people talk about. Um, she was our most active child. Um, just super happy, probably the most happiest child, but she got into everything. Um, and very curious, super adventure. So, so fun. I loved it, but it was more, you know, I had to be on my toes. Right. You're like chasing her everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah. And if the house was quiet, it wasn't like she was sitting there playing with her toys really quiet. She was getting like used to it and sticking it all in her hair or something. <laughs> She's in the toilet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Stories. Yeah. Many stories like that. Oh, but. that's awesome. Okay, so you have four kids. So were you guys like, how did the fourth one come to be? Yes. So we always said we wanted three. three. Um, we never said we didn't want more than that. It was just we knew we wanted at least three kids. Um, and I felt like when Bryn was about, she was about six months old, um, we just started talking again, like, oh, is this, you know, is this kind of the end of the chapter, you know, or, you know with our kids? And I just didn't feel a piece about never having a child again. Um, I, although when I said it in the hospital, like I'm never doing this again, <laughs> when I was in labor with her, um, that changes obviously. Um, and so I just didn't, and, and I was so up in the air, like some days I'd be, yes, I want another one. And then, no, I don't want another one. And you know, sometimes I felt like I was a horrible mom and how would, why would God want me to have yeah. another child, you know? Um, and I, we, and Eddie was so supportive. Eddie's, he said, I'm totally happy having like with our three. Um, I'm so blessed to have the three. He said, if you want four, I'm up for four. Like, he's just like either one, like whatever you want. He put it basically in my court. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, you can't do that. And so, so I just, we, it was kind of like, um, we gave ourselves a couple months. Yeah. And not that we were trying necessarily, but I was like, if we get pregnant within these certain months, because we had a vacation plan. Okay. Um, then, you know, then we get pregnant. But if we aren't and we come back from that vacation, then I think we'll be done. Okay. Um, kind of thing. You and, put a lot um, of pressure on this vacation. I know. I did. And I don't know why. I look back and I'm like, it wasn't that like me. <laughs> um, and I, of course, the next month I got pregnant. Oh, wow. <laughs> and a lot sooner than I anticipated. Uh, Bryn was only six months old when I found out I was pregnant. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Which, That's tough. I know. Six, six or seven months old. So I was happy, but I was also crying. Yo, too. yeah. Um, it was overwhelming for me. I had guilt of feeling like Bryn will not be the baby for a long time. Um, I'm going to, you know, right away get into it with another newborn. And so, but we were so happy. We were so, I felt, I felt a peace that, that, you know, that we were blessed to have another child and just, um, yeah, I mean, we just went on from there. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, and, and her labor was, it was, it was smooth going too. It was. Yeah. How long? It was, yeah. Hers was around same as Bryn. It was about about six hours, six seven hours. Yeah, you rock it, Gina. I know, right? You're like a birthing <laughs> goddess. Oh my goodness, you're so. Funny. You got it. 
Oh man, it, yeah, it didn't feel like it at the time, but you know, um, after the fourth, I was definitely ready to be myself again, you know, um, just to be able to focus on my body, myself, and, and you know, with just nursing and just all that, it's, it's a sacrifice and it takes takes a lot yeah. for a mom. Yeah. So what words of encouragement, like, do you have any with moms? Like maybe you have three or four kids and you're just like in the toddler years. Cause you're, you're a little bit removed from that. I know and I'm in a different season. You're in a totally different season. Yeah. So, and, you know, looking back on those years when they were little and you, you know, they're into everything, like what, um, would you have any encouragement for moms who are kind of in, in the thick of that season? I would definitely enjoy every any moment. I mean, I know people say that and it and it goes by so fast, but it really really goes by so fast. And I I would say to not make certain things a big deal. Um kids kids are growing, toddlers are learning. Um that's why we're here to teach them and guide them and just to, you know, have have me time, have, you know, mom time. Cause I think it's so important to, in order for us to love our kids and to be the best moms we can be, it's important that we have our own time, whether, whatever that looks like for anybody, but at least you set time away where you get, you know, you, you time. Um, and just to, you know, love those moments of, yeah. <laughs> of kids getting into things. I mean, cause they don't, they won't always be like that. And they really don't always, <laughs> they don't stay like that. I look back and I miss, I, I really, really miss those toddler years cause I just, I love it. Like I look back at pictures and, and you know, if I can go back again, that's what I would tell myself is, is, you know, laundry can get done. Dishes can get done. You know, your house doesn't always need to be clean um, or organized. It, yes, it does help, help even like your own insanity sometimes. Um, but just that, you know, you take those moments of the day and just, you know, be on the floor with the kids and and as much of that quality time. Yeah. It's so yeah. hard. I mean, even for for myself, I'm like, oh, I could just like sit here on the couch with you or I could do the dishes. And sometimes it's like, oh, what do you do? Or like they're they're actually content in playing. So it's like, do you just right. hustle and get something done or do you like sit and play with them? It's a tough yeah. balance. It is. It is. And I, and I totally believe in having, you know, an organized home. I totally do. But not maybe every single day where you're always, where, where it's less, where you see yourself doing more doings of stuff and not like hanging out or going to a park or going, you know, just different outings like that. Yeah. So that's so good. Okay. So Gina, you've been married and a mom for a while now. What do you feel like is kind of been the most challenging season for you? And what do you feel like the Lord's really done in you? Um, kind of walking through these different seasons of life that he's kind of revealed, um, more of himself to you. I feel like, I feel like kind of what I said just a little bit ago, but that time is everything. I feel like moments is, I mean, they come and go and, I feel like just being a better me every day, like waking up and saying, how can I be better to my kids? How can I be a better wife? How can I be a better kids? Cause no one's perfect. You know, we all, we all make mistakes. We all can grow every day. Um, but in turn that helps 
my kids shape them to be a better person because they don't, you know, they don't see those different things. And I mean, I catch myself now and I'm like, I wouldn't want my kids acting like that or, (laughs) um, or even doing things that certain way, but just, yeah, just having more grace, Mm -hmm. having more grace with my husband (laughs) and having more grace with my kids, I would say it would be huge, you know, and and allowing God to have just grace on me. Um, and not, um, just being so hard on myself or my kids or my husband yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. That's tough. How has your and Eddie's relationship kind of evolved and changed over the years as you know, the seasons have ebbed and flowed and your kids are older. Has that changed your right. dynamic in your marriage at all? It, I mean, so I definitely feel like we are at a point where we are, where when they were younger, it was really, really about the kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, one's either doing, you know, putting the guests to bed or, and then the other one's cleaning up or, and so, and then, you know, and as much as possible, you try and like come back together that night, you know, and either sit on the couch and what, you know, talk or, you know, watch something or whatever. But now it's nice. Cause, um, our kids are washing the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> and, uh, cleaning up and doing that. And so I feel like we've gotten, just to, even probably within the last couple of years, like more us time. Um, I feel like we, you know, we're able to during the day have coffee dates yeah. or go out to lunch, you know, for 30 minutes or an hour, um, in between jobs and different things. And, um, like at night, even just the kids are so much more independent. And so I feel like we just can concentrate more on, on us too now. And, important for the kids to see that we're doing that as well and and that they respect that and know that that's what parents need too even though they want to be around us still all the time <laughs> but um which I'm glad I, I wouldn't want them not to um but so it's like I feel like it's like a curve it's like you you have babies have kids or, or you get married and it's just you two you know doing everything and then you go through this season of like where it's a challenge to, to find that time. And then it's like, you get back to that again. And so if you can just hold out those years and enjoy, enjoy the season that you're in and know that, you know, you have to make it an effort to, to do the things you, to, you know, make time for each other during those harder seasons. And then know that it's, it's not always going to be like that. Right. (laughs) Right. Just kind of have that longevity in your relationship. Exactly. That's awesome. Okay. So Gina, you're like, you're a mom, you're a wife, and you're also like this crazy talented designer and getting into real estate and doing all this stuff. What do you feel like are some of your dreams for kind of that um, entrepreneur side of you? Oh, man. Um, Well, I feel like I'm growing in my entrepreneur (laughs) side of myself. Um, Eddie has definitely encouraged me in that. Yeah, I can see that a lot. He's obviously my biggest cheerleader, um, my support. And so I feel like I would love, I would love for us to, well, we're kind of doing it now, but as we work together, um, on different projects and, and to be able to, uh, flip homes and, and get more into the real estate that way. Um, and just help, help people find their dream homes and, I think I love that part of it and being in real estate right now is, is being able to help people and have that res that they have that resource, um, 
to just help support them and know that, you know, I'm going to do as much as I can and, and do the best I can to, to find the best deals and just different things like that. But it's, it's fun that, that that's something I'm doing, you know, and it's kind of like my, my thing right now. And, you know, I think it's important for, for wives and moms to just have, uh, have an outlet or something that they're, that they're doing themselves. Yeah. You and know? super passionate about too. Yeah, exactly. you guys are like the next, the next Chip and Joanna. I feel like, yay! It yeah. is so awesome. I wish you guys could <laughs> see <laughs> their home. It's like so gorgeous. If I ever have a space someday, I'm gonna have you come and design it because it's gonna be. Oh, I that would be. Fun. Oh, it would be so cool. I would love it. Okay, Gina, what do you feel like, kind of today in this season? Like right now, what would you say the Lord's just like refining in you, teaching you, kind of revealing to you um, in this season of your life? I think to to just have to to be more encouraging, actually, um, to be more encouraging to Eddie, um, to my kids, like to the people around me. Um, just to be more positive and, um, and not, Oh, not, not think negative, like be first to think of it like a negative in a negative way. Um, but just to know that, you know, I like to go out and just conquer Yes, <laughs> because I feel like, you know, you can have all these little voices inside sometimes. And for me at least, and like saying, Oh, you know, you can't do that or, Oh, it's not the right time or um, but just, just having faith and know that, that God wants me to, to do what I wanted to do my passions to, to, um, and in that, you know, I need to encourage myself, um, where it shows outward, but to encourage my family and to Eddie and be, just be a support that he's been to me. Um, is is huge. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Oh, totally. I know sometimes Jeff will come to me with like ideas or, you know, be like, what about this? Or what about this? And I was like, okay, that's great. But how are you going to do that? You know, I like, right, right. that's like the first <laughs> thing I think. And he's like, babe, you are crushing my dreams right now. And I'm like, oh, right. Sorry. Like I just, so my brain just goes so quickly to the practical, like, yes. okay, what are your action yes. steps? What are you going to do? And he's this like amazing dreamer, visionary. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so totally just learning to be. That's totally me. Is That's the same way I am. More encouraging. And more, more of a dreamer. <laughs> yeah. But but they still need our practical stuff. Yes. <laughs> so it's just finding that balance of like cheering them on and being encouraging and, you know, maybe helping them find those practical ways that they can, you know, see yeah. their dreams become reality. Um, exactly. But it's hard, you know, it's like, it is hard. It's not easy. No, <laughs> Jeff and I were like, actually just talking about this last night. It's like, okay, you know, and I'm like, I'm not new at this. This is not something I don't know. But I'm like, I'm such a verbal processor. Sometimes I'm like, right. the first things that come out of my mouth aren't always the end result. Like it's going to take me a few sentences or a few minutes to kind of get gather my thoughts. Whereas like Jeff would be completely silent and processing. And by the time he's spoken something, he's like, for sure, this yeah. is what he's going to say. And I'm like, I've known this for 10 years and still I have to work on like, okay, 
I need to kind of be a little bit slower to speak sometimes and choosing my words wisely. And, but it's still, I mean, it's still tough. Yes. I am on the same page with you. I totally agree. Yeah. That's so (laughs) tough. So tough. Um, Okay. So what are some of those things like maybe do you, since you are more practically minded that help you kind of be a better mom or take good self-care, have that, you know, time for yourself? Uh, so what things do I do? Yes. What things do you do? Like tell us your uh, secrets, Gina. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so I do feel like it's important to, that I set time away to exercise. Um, I definitely have gotten better over the years with that. Um, so whether it is in the morning or not good at doing evenings, but so if I, I need to knock it out in the morning, so I at least try and do that a couple times, um, a couple times a day, uh, a week. Um, and I feel good about that. Um, but also just for me, I just feel like I, I have, I have more free time now. And so it's just setting that time away for, you know, your devos and just praying where before when they were younger, it was like, I would have, you know, wiser, older women that speak into my life and it would, you know, like waking up early in the morning and it was like, Oh my goodness, I can't even do that. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even think of waking up before, you know, seven or I don't know. And where, where now it's just sending those times away. I feel like when I, when I don't have a steady, uh, Bible time or just devotion and reading, it totally messes my, with my, my attitude, my, the, the outlook on life and, and just in general. And so I think it's just important to set time away to do that. And, um, or, you know, a, a women's Bible study, um, small group, something like that, you know, once, you know, a season in a year or, or whatever was out there, I think it's important. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. That's all super mm-hmm. good stuff. And also getting away with your husband. Oh, having Having a night away or, you know, two nights away is better. Two nights um, away is better. I know because it's like the first away. night you're like so wigged yeah. out. It's like you have oh to take goodness. this second oh, night and then you're like, oh, it's time to go home. And I finally call. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Exactly. Right. Um, but that's, I love that. We try and do that at least a couple times a year. And I feel like that just refreshes me. And I come back being like every time and I'm like, I'm going to be such a better mom. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, I feel so refreshed. And so I think that's important. Yeah. Where's your favorite place to go? Oh man, we, we've stayed, we go to Seattle. We like, and it's, it's not far and we love walking around the city. Um, just grabbing coffee. Eddie's hobby is what he says is eating out. (laughs) So we go get yummy food from yummy places and just, just relax. Not, not super go, go busy. Um, but just, you know, have downtime and eat, eat good food. Eat good food. <laughs> I like this. I like this plan. That sounds yeah. pretty good. I know Jeff and I are going away for our anniversary, um, next month and I'm like super Yay! excited. It'll be Where fun. Where are you guys going? We're going to Whistler. So it'll oh, be fun. It will be fun. It'll be kind of the longest I've been away from the kids. So that will be a little a little crazy, but Yeah. It'll be good. Oh, that'll be so good for you guys. Yeah. It'll be it's good. so pretty up there too. Yeah. 
it's beautiful. I'm I'm really pumped. Okay, Gina, if you had to pick three of your favorite things, three favorite things in your life, what would you pick? Oh my goodness. Uh like people meaning things are people. Anything could be anything. It could be a pencil. I mean, what are your three <laughs> favorite things right now in this season of your life? Um I would say my husband. Okay. That's good. Okay. <laughs> That's a good start. My kids. <laughs> okay. Um, and I would say getting away with my whole family. Yeah, that's fun. Our, 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 our trips together or our, our days out. Like if we go and take the day out. Um, so, I mean, I'd probably say, I mean, that's what I, cause that's always what I want to do. Yeah. So go hang out with your family. <laughs> yeah. That's good stuff. Do you guys have a big, um, big plans for your summer? So we are going to go to Chelan for her, um, yeah, for about five days. Um, so lots of swimming, lots of, um, swimming and, uh, pool and ice cream and, <laughs> um, I love it. and then, um, also, um, camping, we're hoping to do some camping trips. Um, and we're actually, uh, we're also going to Silverwood. We've never been Ooh. to Silverwood. And so we are going to go check that out for a couple of days. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Okay, so everyone yeah. who's listening right now is going to start dreaming of their summer vacations, summer plans, which will be yes. so fun. It's coming. I know. And I think we're all, you know, can't wait for the warm weather. I know. Well, here in Washington, yes. I'm like, <laughs> I actually thought that this morning. I was like, I just need it to be warmer. <laughs> I know. Just a little bit it's, warmer. Right. Walk out with like a t-shirt and actually feel yes. warm. Thank the Lord. Yes. I mean, I was wearing wool socks yesterday. I know. <laughs> like full on wool socks. I'm like I know. Eddie Eddie actually put the fire on last night. Yeah, I believe it. And it's I cold. Was, man, we're still like in that I mean, I love fires and stuff, but he's like it was this cold. It was so it cold. Yeah. That winter is hanging on. It's technically spring, but I know. I know. We're struggle bus over never here. Know in the Pacific Northwest. This is true. Our summer better be amazing. <laughs> I know. Exactly. <laughs> It'll 90s. be worth it. It'll be worth it. Okay, Gina, thank you so much for coming on the show and chatting with us today and sharing a little bit of your life with us. Yes. Thank you for inviting yes, me. Yes, that was fun. I hope you guys enjoyed our chat uh, with my friend Gina today. She is awesome. She's just so real and authentic. Um, and, and you guys know that's what, that's what I'm about here. Um, but how good was that? Like, okay, we got to have that self-care, that mom time. That's definitely a big theme on the show that we talk about a lot. Um, speaking of lightening up, I loved what you talked about. Like, you just got to let some stuff go. Um, have you guys heard of Melanie Dale's podcast? It's called Lighten Up. Uh, you might enjoy that if you uh, enjoyed our talk today. So go find her podcast, Melanie Dale. It's called Lighten Up. And for those of you who are just in the thick of raising little people, enjoy those moments. Take your pictures 
take your videos, intentionally make time for your spouse and your kiddos. You won't, you won't ever regret it. You're never going to regret investing into those people in your world that you love. Um, so be encouraged today. And wasn't her word when Gina was talking about just being more encouraging. I'm like, yes, yes, we can be so much more encouraging as moms, as wives, um, just as friends, as friends. So if you, if you ever think something positive about someone in your world, would you be the person that just says it? Just go and text that person or call that person or tell the mom and target, Hey, you have cute hair. Your shirt looks really good on you because I'm telling you, we need more of that in this world. So go be a light, be encouraging, cheer those people on in your world and those people who are around you. All right, you guys. If you like what you've been hearing here at the Perfectly Wonderfully Made podcast and you'd like to show your support, here's what you can do. You can go subscribe in your podcast app wherever you listen. You can write a review on iTunes. These reviews are a big deal. I know it's kind of crazy, but it does make a huge difference. I would love for you to take a few moments and write a review today. You can also go find me on Instagram at Perfectly Wonderfully Made for updates goodies, lovely things about the show and my life and birth work and all kinds of good stuff. Okay, my friend, I need your help. If you have a friend or you know someone who has a story to tell, would you message me if you want to nominate a mama friend to come on the show and share all that the Lord has done in their lives? Let me know. I believe we all have a story to tell and I'd love to hear about those um, who are in your life and in your world. If you've been encouraged today, share the show with a friend. I would love to encourage everyone within the sound of my voice. There's good things ahead for you this week. Super proud of you. Thanks for being here and I will see you next time.